You are listening to Good Answer, the best advice outlet since the fortune cookie. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Good Answer. My name is Q, and I'm with my partner, Duke, today. Is there anything you'd like to say to the fans, Duke? Yeah, um, I made a discovery not too long ago. Um, Did you know that in Kim Possible, when she said, what's the sitch? It actually means, what's the situation? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I watched Kim Possible enough to even pick up on that, but good to know. Good to know. I I honestly had no idea. I thought it was just something that she said, but, you know, there's some meaning behind her words. Yeah. All right, well, all of you Kim Possible fans out there, now you know. Now you know. Now you know the sitch. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so the sitch here on uh, Good Answer (laughs) is we give advice better than your humble fortune cookie. We can guarantee you that. And so we take all of your questions that you send us in at our email, askgoodanswer at gmail.com, or on our various social medias, which are all at Ask Good Answer, and we give it our best shot to send in whatever you have, whatever problems or issues, questions that you have going on. Um, so with that, we'll just go ahead and get started here with our first question today. So our first question comes from a female. Is there uh, a name that you'd like to give this lovely lady? Uh, let's go with uh, Consuela. Consuela, okay. No, okay. no. <laughs> lemon pledge. Yeah, yeah. Her her issue is uh, there's not enough lemon pledge in <laughs> in this new hotel I'm working at. No. How can I resolve this? No. <laughs> All right. So, uh, really, Consuela asks, my crush likes another girl, but she's moving at the end of the year. She only dates popular guys, but my crush doesn't know because he's new to the school. Should I tell that I tell him that I like him or no? What do you guys think? Thoughts, Duke? Um, I mean, I, I guess, Consuelo, why do you hate this other girl? Like, what did she do to you? I don't think that really matters, but I'm really interested <laughs> in knowing. <laughs> yeah. What did she do? Did she? What did, what did this girl do to you? But I guess if she's only dating popular guys, um, you know, probably like a Jersey chaser, I don't know, whatever you want to call them these days, um, and you're just trying to look out for your crush, then yeah, mm-hmm. you know, go ahead and go ahead and tell him, I think. Um, even if you just like him, I don't think that you have any obligation to hold your feelings back. Yeah. Do you, do you think that you should bring up that this girl um, really is trying to date him just to ride his wave? You know, that he only dates popular guys? Or did that, should that be a part of the conversation, too? I don't think that that needs to be part of the conversation. I think that, if anything, um, as a guy, like, I mean, as anybody, I think that it could definitely, like, if, if somebody told me mm-hmm. that they or they were talking shit about somebody else to try to get with me, I would be like, wait a minute, what's really going yeah. on here? You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I'd like it that much. And I'd, I'd be less likely to go out with the person that talked bad about the other person. Yeah. Uh, so here's what I think, more or less along the same lines. You go up to this guy, you just tell him that you like him because, you know, if he'll never know their potentially so you could be going on and on and on 
and he might end up dating this girl and uh you should just let her know let him know because you know if you don't speak up he probably won't know because you know guys in general especially um at this age and you know high school and even up into college are fairly clueless so if you just let him know then you'll know your answer right then and there and i mean he's you know a young adult whatever decision he wants to so you know if he wants to end up you know saying no to you and dating this other girl um sorry kind of like tough luck there in the sea i'd say but okay so if you were consuela in this guy and this girl are already dating i don't know if they are dating in this situation but if they were already dating would you speak up uh, that is a little bit of a trickier situation i'm not i would speak up because i'm just thinking in the scenario and she has a boyfriend already is it really necessarily my place to just be like look i've been infatuated with you for however long um will you please leave your boyfriend like i i'm i'm in love with you now i don't i don't think that that is necessarily what i would do in this situation i would probably give them space i I wouldn't attempt to ruin the relationship they have because for all you know they could be perfectly happy in that relationship so you don't want to ruin a good thing so I'd probably do that. I don't know. What What do you think? I I don't. Um. I don't like. I guess it depends on what your relationship is with the crush. If you are friends with this guy prior to that, and this girl is just trying to steal your clout, then <laughs> I mean, then it's kind of a toxic relationship. And you're looking out for your friend. Of course, there's an ulterior motive, but. I mean, who says that that needs to be brought up, right? I don't know. Um, I'm just, you know, throwing out all the scenarios I can think I, of right now. Back to, you know, my first question to you. If you're really good friends that you have a crush on, I think it, it is worth bringing up, that, you know, he, that this girl is just trying to essentially use you. So I, would I, I think you're breaking up. up. I think you're breaking up right now. Can you repeat what you just said? Yeah, I I would say to them uh, that this girl is, if I'm good friends, Pete, that use you. So I that that's how I would go about it. If I'm bring it up at that point, if liking this guy is within the same conversation now that is a little bit of a gray area for me i i still don't think i would bring that up i'm not pro homewrecker you know you feed that information to him and what he does with it is up to him at that point uh but yeah that's a, that's, a, that's probably what i would do yeah and my final thoughts are um if you like somebody go ahead and I don't think there's any problem with voicing your opinions unless they're already in a relationship. Don't be a homewrecker. But if you're really looking out for this guy, like Q was saying, you know, I don't see any problems with speaking up, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to our next question, it's from a male. Um, Would you like to give him a name? Let's go with, uh, let's ride this way. Let's go with Pablo. Pablo. Yeah. Okay. Pablo says, Hola amigos. 
<laughs> I'm going on a blind date uh, with a girl that I know from mutual friends, and I really want to make it uh, memorable. The blind date, he wants to make it memorable. Mm-hmm. From what my friends tell me, we are perfect for each other. What is your favorite thing to do for a first date? All right, so I'll take a stab at this. What I always say, my rule always for first dates is that it always has to be something low investment. I, if I don't know the girl and it's, this is a little bit different than Tinder though. If, it, if it's, it, it, it's, but it's, it's still blind. So you've never actually met this person. So you don't really fully know them. They've only been vetted by, you know, your friend, but you still don't know who they are exactly. Okay. So I usually go for, you know, drinks is always the, the easiest thing to do. Um, coffee is also on the table, but I, I lean more towards drinks cause it's more of a, you know, casual setting, mm-hmm. but I, I, I personally wait for the second date after I've personally vetted this person after they've made it past the first date to really start to pull out all the stops. Yeah. I mean, so pull out all the stops, but so, you know, what if this girl, um, that you're going on a blind date with that has been vetted your, by your friends is like freaking awesome right and you are going into this date low cost i but you want to make it memorable and like what if you don't make it memorable it's just you know a kind of whatever date you're just kind of talking yeah and she doesn't want to come back for for a second date does that cross your mind at all yeah i i I would i would say that it's not the situation that will hopefully keep the girl coming back. It's your personality that'll keep her coming back. So I I feel like for most people, as long as your personality really shines and you guys vibe, then she's going to want to have a second date. And what you do necessarily isn't as important. Obviously somewhere down the line that dates should be special. I mean, you just can't be getting drinks every single date uh, or else that, that probably gives off, you know all the wrong signals as well <laughs> yeah so I, I i would i would still stand by that the first date should be uh low investment um not not necessarily like completely cheap i mean you can go to a nice bar go to a nice coffee shop or like even just like go to the park or something uh, but I would say that ultimately if it's not your personality, that's going to keep her coming back. Then that kind of brings up questions about uh, what kind of person this girl is. If you know, they're not interested in that. They wanted to see you drop like some, a lot of money on this date or something like that. For sure. I agree. Um, And I'll, I'll, I'll take a stab at your question, um, Pablo. And <laughs> Pablo, okay. Um, I I would say that for dates, um, you know, first dates when you don't know somebody, I think that just doing an activity is a lot of fun. Um, and it's a good, cheap, low investment first date. Whether it's hiking, um, eating, walking, going to the beach, all that good stuff. Uh, whatever is available to you in your location, um, I think those are good mm. things to do because if the conversation is awkward, there's always something that you're doing right in front of you, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't 
I know you don't drink. And so, you know, my first day idea completely does not apply to you, do. So what has been like your go-to first date in your history of dating? My go-to first date, um, I guess it depends on what's what's in front of me. Like, I I like coffee, um, but yeah. I've been told that that kind of gives off the interview feel. It's like kind of professional. Like, do you, yeah. do you, do you want to bring your resume to? to yeah. Do do you bring your clipboard with the list of questions? It's just like, so tell me what your parents do. And then mm-hmm. you're like, nope. uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, uh, we're uh, taking notes, taking notes. Red flag. Can't deal with that. Yeah. yeah. There, there's a demerit system, you know, <laughs> 10 marks, 10 marks. There's no second date. 10 marks. There's no second date. Five dots. I, I, I think about it, okay. <laughs> uh, so you so you usually go with a coffee date, or have you been against that because of what people generally come off as it? Why it depends. I think it really depends on what's convenient at the time. I'll throw in a fun idea date, uh, a fun idea for a date that I've done um, a couple times in the past, and that's bingo. Mm. Uh, mm. I think bingo is an awesome date. Uh, <laughs> It's low investment. You're you have an activity in front of you. You can win money, which is great. Yeah. And you're just sitting there, just dabbing away and just talking, <laughs> eating some nasty nachos. Um, it, it it like and it's different. I don't think a lot of yeah. guys do bingo that aren't seventy plus years old. Also, you probably don't have to worry about any competition at the venue because it's all probably people that are 50, 60 years and older. So, but, you know, we'll yeah. just a gold digger. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> gold digger as in waiting for the person to die. <laughs> <laughs> that's not too far. That's not too yeah, far that, away. That, that's true. Uh, but with the bingo thing, I mean, you always want to, you know, demonstrate your value on dates and stuff. So are, are you worried if you don't win bingo at bingo? Like, are you, <laughs> if, she, if she knocks me for not win, winning bingo, she is not the one she, because she doesn't, she, she does not understand the basic concepts of the game. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying that bingo is not a skill based game? Yeah. I mean, you, you can dab quick and yeah. you can dab neat. But yeah. I don't know if there's <laughs> yeah. uh, like this. This card feels right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, in all seriousness, I guess if uh, my last thing is uh, a common date that I usually like. Um, so I have the option of going to live concerts in the park down here in Houston. So what I usually like to do is go to that concert, and it's usually BYOB. So that is low investment. So if the conversation gets awkward, there's something to watch. And but at the same time, you know, you can have a good time. You can talk um, and drink at the same time and still, you know, hear each other uh, over this concert because it's not like super loud. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's my date idea for you. So what if Nickelback is playing in the background? What do you do? <laughs> that I don't want to listen to her. Obviously, <laughs> I, I listen to Nickelback. I want that gravel in my ears. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to hear the throatiness of Nickelback all the way. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Moving on to our third question for today. The question is from a female. Do you have a name for our female asker here? Let's go with Maria. Maria. All right. So everybody here is Hispanic that's asking these questions. It's great <laughs> to get some diversity yeah. here on Good Answer. All right. So uh, Maria asks, I have some people in my life who I grew up with that seem to be making bad choices 
they have been vaping and stuff. <laughs> vaping is always a bad choice, even if you're an adult. Okay. <laughs> and just saying that. All right. And I was, so they've been vaping and stuff and I just don't want to be associated with that. I don't know what to do, but I don't want to drop them. What are your thoughts on this situation? So your, your thoughts? Uh, I, I mean, I think that you grew up with them. So you're implying that you're more or less close to them. You want to keep them in your lives because you see value in them. So I don't think there's any problem with speaking up. Um, I feel like a lot of times people don't want to speak up because it's uncool, right? Yeah. You're, you're going to the you know little alley where all your friends are vaping and you're like hey guys, this is really really bad <laughs> yeah you. you don't want to be the guy that says hey, hey guys like this vaping it's, it's not good for us so i think we should stop no one wants to be that guy yeah i mean you definitely don't want to be the party pooper but at yeah. the same time you're trying to look out for them i think that um a lot of these things their phases i like Vaping is a phase. Mm. Cigarette smoking is addictive, I think. Yeah. I don't know if vaping's addictive. I've never tried it myself. Yeah. But, it has nic- yeah, but it doesn't have all the other crap that cigarettes have. It's true. So it's true. I don't know. But I would, if you really, really care about these people and you want to keep them in your lives, I think that you should speak up. I think, but I think that, you know, if they are just kind of whatever and um, you don't want to ax them, and just hold them at a distance. You don't have to hang out with mm-hmm. them while they're vaping. You don't have to hang out with them all the time. But, you know, don't don't create any enemies. Yeah. So, once again, vaping, by far one of the douchiest things that you could do. I would prefer that your friends be smoking cigarettes over vaping, to be honest. But what, what about all the cool vaping tricks, yeah. man? That is, that is the douchey part of the vaping. Like... Okay, you're just walking around the mall, and then someone blows this huge cloud of smoke in your face. All right, yeah, that that's acceptable. But but what if it's a ring? <laughs> all right, all right, ring still douchey. If it's a sailboat, they're they're blowing out an entire uh, galleon or, or a dragon. <laughs> yeah, a dragon, perfectly acceptable. <laughs> but moving on, so I wouldn't bring up while all their friends all your friends are vaping behind the school be like okay walk us and then be like okay guys like this is not good for you like we shouldn't be vaping now i think that you should definitely if you you want to keep them in your lives you should have a conversation with these i think that that will have more of an impact and it won't have a mentality of you versus them Having that one-on-one, I feel like your words will have a much bigger impact on them. So you sit down with your friends. You're like, hey, um, this vaping, you know, it's not like it's not good for us. And, you know, whatever else, um, whatever other bad choices that you're ma- they're making, just bring it up with them. Tell them how it makes you feel and how you're really concerned about them. And then I think it'll make a much bigger impact and possibly may even make them like change their mind or even at least do less of what they're doing that you don't like. Yeah. I think that the individual approach definitely does better. Um, but that's a bigger time. Um, like it's, it's, it's exhausting yeah. for you. Um, just make sure you have pamphlets on yeah. lung cancer. 
Uh, <laughs> plenty of good information. Yeah, some handouts. I mean, you. One eight hundred quit now is a beautiful source. <laughs> Just wear a dare T-shirt <laughs> all the time. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I get that it's time consuming, but I can imagine that having an intervention where it's the reverse, where <laughs> you sit down with like five people in front of you and they'd be like, "Guys, this is an intervention." <laughs> it's like you you take out your handwritten note. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I definitely get that, um, and. I don't know what the statistics are, but I think I heard that vaping could actually be worse than cigarette smoking. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That is, yeah. Because they smoke so much more because they're like, oh, these aren't cigarettes. I can puff these clouds, blow these rings all that I want. But they end up smoking more nicotine. Um, So it is bad for you. I'm pretty sure. Um, Actually, it is bad for you. So you can definitely go with that approach. Um, But... Like I said, I think that I would really sit down and think, do I want to keep these people mm-hmm. in my life? Is this like, I mean, I, I, I never liked the term, but I think it's appropriate. I, like, is this the gateway to like what's yeah. to come? Like, yeah. I, it, um, and it could be, it could not be, whatever. Yeah, I, so, I think yeah, I think you just need to determine where where they're going. Like, is it is it vaping now? Is it like getting worse? And you need to also look after yourself. You need to make sure that you surround yourself that are a uh, positive influence on you, because um, it's not worth it to you know fall into the same place that your friend or as you see them going into a bad place. So yeah, you need to ultimately decide uh, what value are these people to me? How is it? Um, are they listening to what I have to say? I still think that even like, because they are your friends, so I definitely do think that you should talk to them uh, regardless of what you think. And if they don't follow your advice, then um, time to reconsider those friendships. Yeah, but I would never burn those bridges because you don't need to. You can just kind of, you know, fade away. Yeah, yeah. Obviously... Obviously, not suggesting some formal friendship breakup like, or anything. Like you that. vape. I am so done. With you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you wanted to go that route, you just tell your teacher, "Hey, they're vaping behind the, <laughs> they're vaping behind the school." Uh, yeah, uh, snitches get stitches, by the way. So I wouldn't suggest that. But <laughs> <laughs> but if they're doing something really bad, then it's okay to be a snitch. <laughs> if they're doing something that detriments others or their yeah. health is in immediate danger, snitch. Yeah. Snitch if there's sex volume. trafficking behind the school, <laughs> a teacher or an adult. <laughs> yeah. Totally, totally, totally. So, yeah, I I would just don't burn any bridges. And I think it's okay to try once, maybe twice, um, if you want to talk to people on an individual basis. But anytime after that, it starts to get they probably start getting a little bit more annoyed, more vexed, mm. and it has more of a negative impact than a positive impact. I yeah. think. Yeah, I guess last note for me is that if it's having, if this vaping and other having a negative impact on you, definitely go talk to them and tell them how you feel. Uh, if that doesn't change their mind, then you really need to sit down and think to yourself: uh, Do I want to keep these people around? They're not listening to me, so um, should I still stay friends with them? And if you decide that you don't want to be friends with them, go the route of, like, slowly not talking to them less and less and less. Yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, we're moving on to our last question of the day. 
It's coming from right. a female. Would you like to give her a name? Uh, well, looking at the question here, I don't think I can go with a uh, Consuelo or a Pablo. <laughs> but uh, let's go with um, let's go with China. China, like with a Y, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, pro wrestler China. Speaking of which, did you know that Kane, the wrestler from WWE, he's like running for like some like mayor position or something, and he Jesus. actually he, <laughs> he he won the uh, the um, first round or whatever. So like, he's like, gonna like the primary. Yeah, so he's gonna be like uh, one of the party candidates uh, for mayor. <laughs> I, I definitely think open the floodgates to like celebrities thinking that triple H for president yeah b-list celebrities specifically (laughs) thinking that uh they can run for office just based on their celebrity yeah i mean (laughs) somebody's already done that i don't know who but somebody (laughs) successfully unfortunately but all right so what what does china have for us china says coming from an asian or just uh, a household that's a minority uh, i'll just read the question coming from an asian household oftentimes when choosing a career path the expectations from the parents are clear doctor engineer or lawyer how can i convince my family that what i want to do is okay it's uh it hits close to home this one (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah but uh so i would say first understand where your parents are coming from so when it comes to doctor, engineer, and lawyer, the reason why they choose those paths is because Asian culture values stability over everything else. Mm-hmm. So those careers, they're stable and they make a lot of money. So that's why they value those things. So what you need to convince your parents is, and also you need to ask yourself, is the path that I'm going down, is that going to offer me stability? Because, um, I'm not, I'm personally not someone who's particularly a creative mind and will choose uh, like a creative career that has, you know, a degree of uncertainty um, whether or not I'm going to make the money or not. So ask yourself and what is what I'm doing? Is that going to offer me stability? Can I make money? Is it realistic? And then once you've, you know, reach that conclusion that what you are doing is going to ultimately be able to make money is stable. You can have that conversation with your parents and help them understand that what you're doing is realistic. And I think that if you have that conversation with them and you clearly lay it out to them, then your parents are probably going to be understanding of that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess like say I'm your parent now. I want you to give me... You're like, my daddy? Yeah. <laughs> Duke is your daddy. <laughs> now I want you to tell, yo, Papa, give me a two-minute pitch. Maybe a minute pitch. You want to mm. be a journalist. Why do you want to be a journalist? Yeah. Uh, I want to be a journalist because... the. Well, okay. One, I'm really good at writing. So okay. if I was to be, say, I, I was a journalist, my passion, my strength is writing. So if uh, that skill specifically applies to that and, you know, journalism is something that is heavily in demand. It really is, especially with a number of uh, Internet websites like there's so many outlets that are looking for journalists. So it is something that is realistic 
And writing is my passion. Keeping up to date or whatever you're writing about is my passion. So there is that uh, stability and it also is what I like to do. So daddy, I I hope that you find that acceptable. We'll talk about it. <laughs> that, that's probably the answer you'll get. Yeah. Um, and, and you won't change any minds overnight. Um, and what I really like uh, about what you did there is you stated that it was your passion multiple mm. times. And mm. I think that's something that's missing. Um, like they don't, our parents, they don't value um, passion that much. Yeah. Um, because you can be passionate about things and have them as hobbies like you can be a journalism all you want or you can be a journalist all you want but you could still be an engineer by day you know yeah i think that's the way that they see that maybe but um ultimately i think that our generation um we value the quality of life Mm -hmm. and quality of life isn't there if you're doing something that you hate um so that that that's a big disconnect because our families um, especially coming from a Viennese background, it's a third world country. Um, we're living the American dream. We come to America, we work, we make money, we put home bread on the table, and we have our families and we support our families. That's the mentality. Yeah, definitely don't let in to your parents if, like, what journalism, for example, is what you want to do. Definitely don't and believe your parents and say, okay, I could just be like, uh, because how can you expect yourself to do excel in a few really passionate about or even remotely like so if you if you're totally against being a doctor you're not going to excel of course so even explain that to your parents that you know how am i going to do well in ochem if i don't want to be a doctor like what what is my drive there <laughs> yeah yeah not not technical difficulties here just physical difficulties but uh yeah honestly i've actually gone the route of being being a doctor myself so i've never actually had to have this conversation with my parents um but my brother you know he decided to go to business and that is actually something that is pretty unusual for our family specifically and um not entirely supported by all Asian parents because with business, there is a lot of uncertainty. You know, you don't know if what you're going to do, the company that you're with is going to be successful. Whereas, you know, a doctor, everyone always needs a doctor. But ultimately my brother explained to my parents, you know, I am not interested. I am not passionate about any of these other things. So, you know, I'm going to go the route that I choose. And also he explained to them that, you know, what he's going to do is going to be extremely fruitful for him in the future. Like, yeah, he's going to make a lot of money. I'm 100% sure of that. So uh, come at it with a different, a number of approaches. And, you know, as Duke said, you're not going to change your parents' opinion overnight, but over time, you know, they'll, they'll understand. And, you know, ultimately your parents don't want you to see you be unhappy. So, yeah. (laughs)
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, sorry guys. All right, see you guys.